Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there, and welcome to Databank Brawl, the podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, discuss those characters, share our feelings about those characters, and then make those characters fight for our amusement, and hopefully yours. I am your host, my name is Joseph Scrimshaw, with me as always is a little bit of whiskey, and all of Ken Knapsack. All of me is here. (laughs) And this is... As you said right before we started recording, yeah. our 66th episode Love it. of Databank Brawl. And I, I think if you're a loyal listener or if you're just checking in for the first time, you know the relevance of the number 66. And I was sitting around in my home, pantsless. I'm sorry for the imagery, but it's true. <laughs> sitting home, preparing uh, to record these couple episodes we're recording. And I realized I had an episode all prepared. And it's like, what episode is this? And then it's 66. And then I said to myself, no, 
<laughs> I need to go back and replan that episode because this is episode 66. And you guys are going to get exactly what you would expect from 66. Uh, so as you know, if you've been a longtime listener, we pull information exactly from the StarWars.com databank available on ye old internet there. And then we get some supplemental information from Wikipedia. And then we make up a little kind of improvised, sometimes comedic, sometimes deadly, serious, and violent story in which these beloved Star Wars characters fight. And it was clear the kinds of characters who needed to fight for episode 66. Ken, are you and your whiskey ready? I'm ready. I like a lot of characters from this era. <laughs> yeah. So it's going to die. So, and it really could be anybody. The first character taking a little, taking a little bit of Liberty here okay. is three random clone troopers. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> Here's what the StarWars.com databank has to say under their actual entry for just straight-up clone troopers. At the time of their introduction, the Republic clone troopers represented the future of galactic warfare. Far superior to battle droids, the clone troopers formed the backbone of the Republic's new military that waged war against the forces of the Confederacy of Independent Systems. So symbolic were they of the times. The galaxy-wide conflict that saw their debut took its name from their ranks, the Clone Wars. Mm. So some pretty basic information about the clones, but really a lot of interesting uh, things there. It's written very fancifully. I like it. I like it. Since their debut. Their debut. Their premiere. Their coming out party on Geonosis. (laughs) Their rookie year. (laughs) Their rookie year. And it was named the Clone Wars because they made a splash there on Geonosis. Yeah. Uh, So, as always, we kind of like to pull from Databank and see, like, what Mm -hmm. kind of flavor is in there and what kind of information is in there. Mm -hmm. And there's some good, juicy things that they're superior to battle droids, that they were the backbone of the military. Stuff that we we mostly know, but we also know kind of from expanded uh, uh, stories that they are really great. They're better than stormtroopers. They're well-trained. Yes. Yes. Uh, looking at some stuff here. First of all, it should be noted, in Wikipedia, I typed in three random clone troopers. <laughs> so that took a while to get my search going there. Um, I love the quote summarizing them from Django Fett. They'll do their job well. I guarantee that. Yeah. He had confidence in himself. Um, their reputation that uh, after even after the empire was formed, yeah, uh, the, the, a lot of people look back. A lot of leaders, hey, the clone troopers were where it's at. These new stormtroopers that can't shoot, we gotta we gotta fix that. And the first order kind of believed because Brendel Hux taught his son Armitage Hux, hey, the clones might have been a little better. So the training regimes of the first order troops might mirror a little bit of the clone troopers. Um, I like that kind of stuff. And in fact, I, I don't know if you had a chance to get into the the new Darth Vader Dark Lord of the Sith comic. Have I have you? not read that one yet. Um, it's, uh, it's, uh, as I said on Spotlight Star Wars recently, like, first issue had some great stuff and then um, something I kind of didn't like and I thought I wouldn't like this series. How dare me? <laughs> Loved it. I love what's going on. And there is, uh, there's clone troopers in it. Oh, good. Because obviously it's so fresh right after Sith. That yeah, they're not phased out yeah, yet. They're right? not phased out. And they're talking in there one scene about how there's, like, only one class on Camino left. And then that's it. They're, yeah, they're gonna be phased out, and so I like that kind of stuff about the clone troopers. Though. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, one of the best parts of the Clone Wars animated series is giving identity to the clones and really exploring the morality of what it is to know that you are a clone but still try to be an individual. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was uh, some of the best stuff in the series, and and you really. You know, there's a reason we love Rex. Yeah. Uh, there's a reason even Commander Cody has a place in our heart and uh, some of these guys. Uh, because they, we, you, you, I grew up, when you think of growing up and hearing about the Clone Wars and Star Wars, I always thought, yeah, I always thought it was a little bit more science fiction-y. Yeah. That a bunch of Obi-Wans are running around or something, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but they do a great job. And I think, it, you know, Star Wars is a story about destiny, but it's mm-hmm. also a story about any individual can choose to make a difference. And they celebrate that with, like, you're a clone, you could really just be one of millions, but yeah. you choose differently. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Powerful stuff. What does Wikipedia have to say about three random clone troopers? About the three random ones, <laughs> you know, like you said, highly trained, all that kind of stuff. So organization, organization type military. We know that founders, founders, Zyphidius, Darth Sidious, secretly Count Dooku, <laughs> secretly <laughs> leaders, Supreme Chancellor Sheev Palpatine and the Jedi High Council. They did serve the Jedi, and the mm-hmm. Jedi served with them. Headquarters, uh, Tipoca City and Camino, and Coruscant. 
Now, date founded, um, I like this here, 22 years before the Battle of Yavin was the date that they were founded. Mm. The date they were reorganized was, uh, of course, 19 years uh, before the Battle of Yavin. So that would be around the time of that comic and the last class. So they only had this, you know, this really three, four year period. Yeah. That they were the top dogs in the galaxy. Um, clones, this is from Lama Sue. Clones can think creatively. You will find that they are immensely superior to droids because remember, the battle droids were what preceded them. Yeah, nice, nice. And now, do you have physical descriptions? Because obviously they're all from the template of Django Fett. They're yeah. height and weight. And- you know what? So they don't have that, which is interesting. But I'm going to click here on Django and see where Django comes into play. Uh, 1.83 meters, 79 kilograms. Uh, hair color black, eye color brown, skin color tan. He is not an old white guy with a beard, <laughs> just so we're clear. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of they all. They're all going to be right around that size. Okay. And now, with all of the many various opinions about everything in Star Wars, yeah, with especially the Clone Wars animated series to flesh it out, I've never heard someone who doesn't like the Clone Troopers. That's true. So you are like most Star Wars fans. You really like the clones. Love these clones, man. I'll tell you what. I had this vision growing up that, you know, uh, I, I believed in this theory that uh, Obi-Wan was Obi-Wan and Obi- <laughs> there'd be Obi-2 and Obi-3. <laughs> and then uh, that, you can find some magazines. I have them. I've shown you before we recorded it. Yeah. I have some of them. They, they talk about that kind of stuff. So I thought I had a different version of the clones. When they finally come out and they're – they're the earlier but better versions of the stormtroopers, and they had the same kind of gear and helmets and, and uh, classes of warriors. I liked it. I liked playing with them on Battlefront Two two years ago, and I like. I'm looking forward to in Battlefront Two now, the new Battlefront Two, uh, to be able to play the clones again. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, I, I had assumed that they were going to be that the Clone Wars was going to be like a philosophical battle over should we clone, can we clone, <laughs> just because we can, should I love we. That. Uh, so I, I was really delighted by them. And the first time I saw a clone trooper, it's the kind of thing you can't have these days. I was traveling in Scotland with my girlfriend at the time, and they released a couple of advanced action figures months oh, yeah, and months yeah. and months before Attack of the Clones. I think it was Zam Wessel. And I just went into a random comic book shop yeah. you know, somewhere in Scotland and just thought, eh. And then I saw... What is this thing that is half Stormtrooper, half Boba Fett? That's what the clones are going to look like? They're going to be basic Boba Fetts? Basic Boba Fetts. Holy crap. Uh, And then, of course, just the Clone Wars animated series does such a great job. So they are close to Uh my heart. So already we're going into this uh, brutal episode 66. And, you know, Ken and I like uh, the Clone Troopers. Yeah. And maybe they'll get some character. Right now it's three random Clone Troopers. We'll see what happens with, uh, with them. Right. But, of course... For episode 66, they needed to fight a Jedi. Oh, wow. And this was a fun challenge to find a Jedi where we do not know the Jedi's fate. Yes. I believe we do not know this Jedi's fate and also has not yet fought on databank brawl. And here is the obscure weirdo that I love Mm -hmm. who I found. The next combatant is going to be Tara Sanube. Wow. <laughs> Here's what uh, StarWars.com databank has to say about Terra Sanube. Well, Ken pulls him up. The wise old Jedi Master Terra Sanube was an expert on the Coruscant underworld, having studied the criminal activities of the lower levels of the city world for decades. A methodical investigator, Sanube was also a keen observer of people. Bolstered by his connection to the Force, Sanube's deductive skills could piece together evidence and solve a crime faster than the seasoned detectives in Coruscant law enforcement. Though his body may have slowed in his advanced years, his mind remained quick and agile. Wow, okay, so I know this guy, but it I takes a little bit of um, kind of uh, nudging in my brain. It featured prominently in several Clone Wars episodes. Yeah. Uh, he, how would you best describe him? He's like a, it's like a dark crystal Muppet. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. He is a dark crystal Muppet Jedi, yes. basically. Yeah, he looks like a Skeksy if they were happy and loving. Yes, He's yes. He's a Skeksy with no sharp edges. 
And um, he ha- he tra- trained some younglings. Uh, he helped Padawan Ahsoka recover a lightsaber. I, all that's coming back to me yeah, now. That's the big episode. Yeah. Ahsoka, I think it's the beginning of the second season. I could be wrong about that. Ahsoka has gotten into some trouble and is supposed to be stuck in the Jedi archives. Right. She gets her lightsaber stolen. And it's it's one of those nice George Lucas moral stories of like, yes. hey, respect your elders. Because this really slow, annoying guy actually has an effing lightsaber in his cane. Yeah. And he knows what he's doing. Yes. And that, that you're right. It's season two. It's the 11th episode of season two. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember this guy yeah, a lot more now. And uh, interesting enough, so so going into... Uh, almost Kazian, Kazian is, is almost like I'm Circassian. I'm close to him. Um, <laughs> height is 1.83 meters, so same height as Django Fett. Hair color white. He's old. It said eye color gold. Skin color uh, molted uh, green. Molted green. Can you just try to give a physical overall description for him since this is a character that is a little bit more obscure? Yeah, and let me go to click back to an actual image here of Terrace Anube. So, uh, okay, you got the Jedi robes as you, you normal. He's of that time, and he's got a big old walking stick that's funny because it, it 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 looks like an actual walking stick you might see in an old folks home with a tennis ball on the bottom that's actually <laughs> like a claw he's got uh, four toes on like clawed feet okay with thicker ankles but his legs are kind of thin hunched over he's got long hair uh in braids in the front i don't know exactly what's going on in the back of his head there i don't <laughs> a know party uh, party um and his white saber his white his white saber <laughs> i'm saying that because he has a white lightsaber he does yeah that's yeah. In- interesting i hadn't reconnected that to ahsoka and rebels well look all right so i'm gonna look i'm gonna look at some of these shots lightsaber color because there's some that are with blue is it really a light blue it's, or is it's, it i mean i'm gonna call it white interesting i'm gonna call it a white lightsaber but uh, Interesting. No. Yeah, because if memory serves, most of those episodes are him really counseling and uh, Ahsoka to just calm down and wait. Yes. And But then he busts out his lightsaber at the end yes. and uh, both kicks asses and takes names <laughs> with his, his lightsaber, which I think is hidden in his walking stick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm clicking on this one here. I mean... If it's blue, it's a lighter blue than any other one I've seen before. And maybe that was a choice to show, like, well, here's a Jedi who's fading. The color of his right. lightsaber is fading, too. Right. That, Who that, knows? That might be, that might be fair. Um, okay. It's it's a uh, – all right, all right. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, guys, that I do this on air sometimes. But this That's is fine. what Joseph tosses this stuff at me. <laughs> uh, going to Wikipedia, there is an entry. It is a unique light blue blade. So Ooh. it is lighter than the rest. It's not typical blue, say, that, like, Luke has when you first get him with a blade. Um, or, you know, in that case, Anakin. So, yes, yeah, it, it is different. It is different. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, and uh, I think his voice was just as kind of typical calm old gentleman. Calm old, uh, yeah, I, would, I, can't, I can't quite remember. Yeah. We'll do our yes, we will. So that is the vicious battle that we have put together for uh, episode sixty-six. Uh, do you have any feelings about Terrace Nube? Did you? It's a, it's a great choice. It's, it's not someone that I, I you know, if I, I say if I was in a trivia qu- uh, contest right now and that name came up, I wouldn't have placed it anywhere. Okay, but but you jogged my memory enough once once I got into yeah. it. Yeah, he's been on my list for a while because he's yeah. a weirdo. Uh, yeah, you know, he's unique. He's we don't get to see. You know, we Jocasta Nu is is older. But yeah. she's a librarian. She's got a specific job. And he's just sort of like, I've been a Jedi for a long time, and I'm getting really old. Right. And, like, to the fact, to the point where it is, like, impacting my ability to move around. Right. Well, it's, there's a quote from Jocasta New about him. This is Tara Sanube. He's an elder Jedi. He happens to be an expert on the Coruscant crime world. So they're friends. They hung out. Yeah. So any unique Jedi, you know, is always the juicy thing about the prequels and that whole era is learning more about Jedi. So to get to see an elder Jedi and to see that he can still be a badass, that he's learned patience, but he knows when to strike. Right. Oh, I love Terrace Nube. <laughs> you do. You do. Uh, Scrimshaw special. So this is going to be hard because this is, I think, Order 66. It is. Has to be. It has to be on Coruscant, and it has to be on Coruscant because Terrace Nube would not leave. He is, yeah. you know, tending to other maybe elderly Jedi in the yeah. temple. I'm sure he's not the only yeah. one. 
So I believe this is uh, this is right at the time of, of execute Order sixty six. These three clones, maybe they're stationed somewhere in the Jedi Temple or somewhere in Coruscant where Terra Sunubi is. Yeah, I like that. Let's take it out of the temple. Yeah, because take it out of the temple. We got, we got Vader there. We got it. Vader's there. Yeah, we the got the whole five hundred first. You yeah. know. Uh, so I think Terra Sunubi is also still in expert. Which is also interesting that he's old but still knows about what the young criminals are up to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he knows all their modern music. So I think maybe he's on the lower levels of Coruscant. Love it. Still dealing with just keeping an eye on a criminal youth. How how low are we going here? Not 1313, maybe a little higher? Yeah. Like 1542? 1542, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I like it's that. like getting bad, but there's still like some chain restaurants. Yeah, there's still yeah, some yeah. hope. He can still yeah. take people to Star Wars Applebee's and try right. to talk them straight. I think there's right. a young Rodian that he wants to take to Star Wars Applebee's. Yeah. yeah. Buy yeah. him some, you know, Rodian poppers. Yes. yes. <laughs> try to talk some sense into him. Mm-hmm. So he's doing that. And then, of course, like all good Jedi... He feels a disturbance in the Force. Absolutely. And there are three uh, off-duty clone troopers. They're eating at the Star Wars Applebee's. Love it. Do we? What, what's the name for the Star Wars Applebee's? The Star Wars Applebee's. This chain restaurant that they're is, eating uh, at on level 1542. Yeah, 1542. Uh, gosh, you're catching me here. Um, I know. Yeah, no. It's terrible. Uh, it, is, uh, it is Poodoo's. Poodoo's. <laughs> Uh, and I think their slogan is, every night is a party at Poodoo's. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's it. Perfect. Uh, so they, uh, these clone troopers, sudden, they're, they're eating some Rodian poppers. Yeah, and, and, and it shows maybe their skill. Well, they got skills, but it shows their importance in the uh, new galactic empire that's about to take over. If they, during uh, the potential Order 66, are not fighting on Utapau, they're not on <laughs> Kashyyyk, they're on break at Pudu's. <laughs> but they still get the little hollow alert yeah. on their wrist comms, yep. and they get a little hologram of uh, Emperor Palpatine. Execute yep. Order 66, even if you are at Pudu's. <laughs> Finish your Rodian poppers. Do it. <laughs> and Do it. Then finish the Jedi. Uh, yeah, for sure. So they get this information. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what we got to see in Revenge of the Sith is the 501st marching yeah. with Anakin, now Darth Vader. We got to see all of the clones who are with Jedi are trying to wrap up the Clone Wars. Yeah. These are off-duty clone troopers who yeah. have to look around and say... Are there any Jedi in Poodoo's? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that is when from around uh, out of the bathroom, <laughs> the refresher, <laughs> comes waddling Terrace and Ube. And uh, the chef there, the, the, the you know, kind of the, the waitress maybe behind the counter better. Not quite, not a droid. She's, she's a, like a, she's a, we can just say she's a Zabrik. A Zabrik. Yeah, uh, nice. It's just like... Hey Tara, you gonna get your pie? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm going. I'm definitely. definitely I've come pie. in here for some of my sweet uh, Lothal berry. Uh, what are the Lothal <laughs> fruits? The, uh, oh yeah, the Jogan fruits. Jogan fruits. A Jogan fruit pie. Yeah, a Jogan fruit pie. Oh, yeah. is that's what he. That's what he's, he's like. I'm. I'm eating Jogan fruit pie. Yeah. But then he sees the clone troopers suddenly alert, looking around. Yeah. So he doesn't see the announcement. But he see he senses something's Something, not right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He sits down at the counter. Mm-hmm. Just like, are you okay, Tara? Uh, yeah, I'll be fine. You get that jogged fruit pie. But he's looking around. It's a disturbance in the, yeah. in the force. Yeah. Uh, for sure. And now, then he, he is so mindful. Mm-hmm. He, there's a mirror above the bar. And he's looking in the mirror. You've no dive dive restaurants well, sir. <laughs> there's a mirror in every poodoo's. Yes. Just there's a party and a mirror at every poodoo's. We got clean mirrors. <laughs> got clean mirrors. Uh so he sees these clone troopers who are off duty suddenly put their helmets back on, mm-hmm. pull up their blasters and start looking around. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. 
Posting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of them, uh, Nick, nickname... Uh, um, what is what is his nickname? His nickname is Sniffles. Sniffles. Yeah, because <laughs> he was the one at night in the academy. He was uh, all night. Yeah, it wasn't his fault. He it had a, his he fault. had a little bit of the Keminoan flu. Yeah, and everybody yeah. made fun of him. He's like a couple genes off of Django. Like they, something. <laughs> like, he's not a like one of the ones that needs to be the janitor at Camino or whatever. Yeah, he's not, clone, yeah clone ninety nine. Clone ninety nine. Yeah. And he's not a. He's just like. Sniffles. Sniffles. So, All right. He's always got a cold. He see, so Terrace Newbeg senses and he sees Sniffles kind of nudge the other clone troopers and like, hey, look what we got at the counter. Okay, yeah. So he sees Sniffles right. indicate. Yeah. And I think uh, the other two troopers, uh, I think uh, w- one is called uh, Barksy. Barksy. Because he yells a lot. Love, yep, love it. Barksy and Sniffles. Barksy, Sniffles. Mm-hmm. And then what is the, the third random clone trooper well, called? you know, we know we have fives. Yeah. Um, this is sixes. Sixes. All right. So just totally the pain is obvious from Order 66. Yes. Like, this is my moment. This is my moment. And, <laughs> and, you know, fives is such a cooler nickname. And he had, a, he had to kind of come up the ranks knowing that there was fives and then there's sixes. Yeah. Because he's always behind fives. Like, yeah. When people, when he gets introduced, like, hey, this is sixes. Oh, you mean like fives? No. Yeah. My own clone. He's got a little bit of an insecurity complex. Sniffles is sick of people making fun of him Mm -hmm. because he literally has the sniffles, and Barksy is just belligerent and yells a lot. He's cantankerous. Yeah. So I think Barksy yells, any Jedi, any Jedi, and Sniffles and and Sixes are like, shh, 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 shh. But so Terrace Nube heard this. Yeah, yeah. So then the the Zabrik wa- wait- waitress comes back with his choking fruit pie, and he looks at her and says, "Thanks, my dear. Uh, unfortunately, it will be my last one for a while. I fear. So I'm going to enjoy it." Oh, why you say that? And on that note, Terrace Nube grabs the plate of pie and flings it, smacking Sniffles right in the helmet. Right in the helmet. Yep. Okay, he he just he cracks it. Right. Yep. Okay, yep. that is great. And then uh, Barks is like, "I'm a Jedi." Yeah. Uh, and I think that because he knows the underworld so well, yeah. that Terrence Nubia is is kind of ready for this. I mean, he's 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 heart sick. He's yeah. starting to feel the the death of the Jedi. Yeah. Around him uh, throughout the galaxy, and oh, the clones are turning on him. But he also knows this bar well. He does. So I think he's a regular lists, at Poodoo's. He lists his hand at Poodoo's. Yeah. Poodoo's, much like Applebee's in our real world, mm-hmm. 
is decorated with just a bunch of crap. Tchotchkes. Tchotchkes. Plates. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars, the, the Star Wars version of bobbleheads. Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> everything. They're, they're little action figures of yeah. uh, Supreme Chancellor Palpatine. Yeah, it's all memorabilia. he relieves Propaganda. the walls of its flair. Oh, wow. And I think just everything that was on the walls, all of the tchotchkes, all of the flair, just rains down. This is like the scene in Empire. This is like Vader flinging stuff at Luke, except for you got these little... Uh, uh, Dolls of uh, uh, Chancellor Palpatine. <laughs> uh huh. You got uh, little mi- makeup models of uh, you know Arc One Seventy fighters. Uh, yeah, uh, just a lot of a lot of stuff like that. You got street signs and, and Number One Coruscant Way. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you got random. You got <laughs> photos of uh, the time that uh, that Bail Organa ate here. You know <laughs> everything. Autograph <laughs> pictures of Bail and Mon Mothma. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It all goes, and it's not deadly. It's but it's real distracting. Yeah, uh, and I think I like I like the idea that he flung the pay, plate, but I think he, he took a bite of that joke on pie. Right. You know. Uh, oh yeah, he took one final bite. That's one a final good note. bite. Good. Yeah, he, good note. He, he, he took a bite of that, and then he flung the plate, uh, and then and then they got they they noticed him, but then yeah. Yeah, yeah, all these things, and then I think this is a real question of how we interpret Terrace Anubis yeah. character. There's a part of me that thinks that he just tries to get out of there instead of moving in for the kill because he doesn't know exactly what's going on. He doesn't yet. know what's you're, you're very right. You know, Terrace and well, he's thinking, I, I got to get back to the temple and mm-hmm. find out what's going on. Maybe cause you know, maybe it's small localized disturbance in the force. Maybe that's what he was feeling. Yeah. So I think he tries to make his way for, for the door. I think he gets out. I think he gets out he too. Gets yeah, out. and I think the the uh, clones lose it. They start firing at the walls. They know there's. Oh a, yeah. They know that they saw that old, old weird looking uh, bent back Jedi in yeah. there, uh, and I think they, they start firing at the walls. They're yeah. tearing. There's screams. They're Rodians, Thorians. Everybody is running out of there. Uh, Abednettos. Everything. Right. Every every species is uh, screaming, running around. Uh, and Terrasanube slips out the side door of Pudu's. <laughs> And I think he sees a, I think he sees a, a, a holovid, a holonet. Yeah, talking about breaking news. Breaking news. Jedi temple uh, yeah. is is in flames. Yeah, yeah. Now the dime is starting to drop. We we go live to the Jedi temple. Yeah, yeah. Now um, he's starting to realize. Uh oh. Uh oh. And he's very slow. Yeah. So he's trying. He's trying to keep moving and blending with the crowd. Right. But Barksy sniffles in sixes. Come smashing out of the front door. Uh, yeah, it's it's like that scene in Back to the Future where Biff and his cronies are jumping out of the diner. You know, <laughs> yes, They're like ah, get him! And McFly's stealing the skateboard. So I think this is kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. There, so. there he is over there. And I think they start just firing at random, right? And they think this is now a moral choice for Terrace Nube because right. they're going to take down. Sure, a lot of criminals on level fifteen forty two, yeah, but also just some some poor people. <laughs> poor people wanted to go to Pudu's. Just wanted to go to Pudu's, you, you know, on a Friday evening or whatever this yeah. is. Uh, and so I think he decides, Ugh, I must, I must fight. So I think, uh, I think he pulls out that blade. I think he pulls out his unique, yeah, his unique, unique cane blade, unique saber cane. I think is what they're calling oh, it. Oh yes, saber cane. Ah, that makes me so happy. Terra Sanube pulls out his saber cane. <laughs> F- yeah. All right. Yeah. And um, I think he deflects a couple of shots. I think one goes right back into sixes, but not kills him or anything. Just kind of knocks him on his ass. I think Terrasanube is trying not to kill. Yeah, yeah, he's again. wise and patient. He's wise and patient. He's like, hey, maybe we can work through this. Yeah, he, unlike Yoda, mount- who just cut heads off. Yeah, immediately. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, Terrasanube and Yoda used to always debate on uh, what to do in these situations. You know, so yeah, I think I think he 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 buys tries to thinks he's going to buy himself some time. Sixes is on his ass, um, but Barksy and Sniffles are still kind of. Shooting, but move, and they're advancing. Yeah. So who got who Get got him. who got dinged? Sixes, sixes, sixes. And I think sixes is kind of the best of the bunch. He's worked hard to live up to fives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's good. And Barksy is a little too full of himself. He's a little too loud. Right. Uh, and he is he's yelling at clone business, empire business, all Jedi must die. Ah, ah, ah. He's yelling a lot. He's he's right. creating some noise. And Sniffles is of course uh, still suffering from a flu. Right. And he's, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and it's echoing out <laughs> through through the helmet. 
it's it's a hell of a noise, and everybody's real frightened. Oh yes, it is. Uh, so Terasinube's blade is out. He is uh, deflecting shots. He's trying not to hit any innocents, and he knows that he needs to take this to the next level. But he right. doesn't want them to die. So right. I think that he he's a fan of the old hollow vids that yeah. were like old style physical comedy. So I think he does a, a gesture we've never seen. He reaches a hand out mm-hmm. and he does a uh, like a a, not a pinching gesture right. where it makes Sniffles and Barksy's heads come together and their heads <laughs> clunk together. Clunk. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Absolutely. And and they fall to the ground. They fall to the ground. Yeah. And I think this is this is the tragedy of this yeah. that makes it more dangerous. Terrasanube could get away. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not deciding what happens. No, no. But no. I think Terrasanube, because patience is birth, both a virtue yeah. and a risk, yeah. that I think he, he's still got his, his, his cane saber out. Yeah. But I think he wobbles up to them. Oh, They're okay. all, all three have been knocked over. Knocked over. And he, I think he wobbles up to them and, and says, what clones? What's the problem? Can't we talk this out? The Jedi believe in reason. How do you think the clone troopers respond to that? I think uh, the clone troopers, I think, I think Sniffles is like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, we can talk. And then Sixes and Barksy are like, Sniffles, shut up. We have our orders. And Sniffles is kind of like, what? I don't understand our uh, orders. Uh, and and that's when Sanube is starting to pick up on like, what is causing this? Oh, that they have orders. This, this is a, yeah. What do you mean orders? Who who's ordered you to kill the Jedi? I don't know if they know enough to answer. Yeah, we have our orders, and I think that uh, Barksy yells, "We have our orders," and I think he knows. All the yeah. clones know this is the this is the trap that Palpatine set how to uh, uh, injure Jedi. Yeah. So I think he quickly lines up a shot and blasts the cane saber out of Terrasanube's hand. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. So now at this point, Terrasanube has no choice. It is fight or die. Right. So I think he is now going to use the full power of his environment of the Force. Mm-hmm. Not going to tap into the dark side, but what does he do? His his cane saber. It didn't fall over a ledge or anything. Right. It's skittered away. But he, what does he do? With both hands outstretched, um, as almost if he's holding an imaginary bushel of uh, poodoo appetizers, <laughs> lifts up the three clone troopers. So he's like lifting them up. Oh, he lifts whoa. them into the air. Into the air. So they're whoa, 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 whoa. They're firing wildly. They're firing wildly. Random Sniff- neon signs exploding. Yeah. Sniffles, good chance he's crying. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Get yourself together, Sniffles. I like this yeah. development with Sniffles. And Sanube has him up and he kind of walks closer to them. And he's like, what? We were your friends, clones. Why would you attack us? I don't understand your orders, but I must survive. So he flings them up against a wall. Oh, nice. Probably the exterior of Poodoo's. The exterior of Poodoo's. I like this. And boom, and they go hit the wall, and then they fall to the ground like just you know, sacks of potatoes. I like this. I think Terrace Nube uses the force to call back his cane saber. Yep. He comes up above them. Yeah. And he says, what are your names? I know you have personalities. I know you have expression. I know you are individuals. And I, Terrace Nube, respect you for your individuality. (laughs) That's right. And, and... Sixes starts to give his code name, you know, his, or his real name, I should say. You know, he's like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a CT five nine five, or actually, it would be that was wrong. It was CT six nine six, and uh, Sube goes, No, what do your friends call you? Oh. Yeah, and at this point, Sniffles just erupts. Mm-hmm. And the I think his, his friends uh, Barksy and Sixes realize mm-hmm. he he has never had the Cami no one flu. 
Yeah. He had a weird uh, malfunction in his uh, programming. Right. Where he's just real sensitive. He's just a sensitive guy. <laughs> he just sees the humanity and everything. sniffles. And this is just mm-hmm. killing him. That's why he is a little bit more, like, sensitive to this order because he... He's got the programming. Yeah. He's got the kill switch, the kill the Jedi switch. Right. But he doesn't want, he's just so sad. Yeah. And he's, oh, he's just, he's filling his bucket head full of tears. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> erupting, erupting into tears. Yeah. Uh, Barksy, angry, angry. Yeah. Clone Trooper is like, I'm Barksy and you're going to die. Right. Yeah. Pulls out a small arm blaster and a, and a, and a little backpack there. He had like a backup oh, gun. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. A backup gun. Yeah. And I think he starts firing. He starts firing. Right. Okay. So, and then at that point, Terrace Nube has no choice but to try to deflect the shots. Right. He does. And I think one just straight up smears Barksy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think it just goes like straight into, into the helmet right between the eyes. I think and just, I think it just ends Barksy. Barksy's dead. I think Barksy says, Wilhelm screams himself <laughs> exactly it's out a, of existence. A deep guttural Wilhelm scream. Yeah. I think he falls over the ledge yeah. that shouldn't be in front of Boodoo's, but is. It's bad planning on 1542. There's no even rails. No. It's a place that serves a lot of alcohol. Uh, yeah, r- <laughs> oddly enough, uh, a lot of imperial, future imperial designers <laughs> would base a lot of things off level 1542. Great, that great yeah. no rails design they have there yeah. right in front of Boodoo's. And Barksy just, yeah, with a Wilhelm, deep Wilhelm scream goes falling lower and lower into yeah. the depths. Yeah. Uh, but Terrence Nube can only deflect so much, and I think right. uh, I think Sixes has followed along. Yeah. Little hand, little small arms blaster. Yeah. Uh, pulls out his small arms blaster uh, yeah. and fires, and I think Terrence Nube blocks as many as he can, but I think yeah. he gets pinged in the shoulder. Yes. And now we saw he's fallen to the ground. He's fallen to the ground because he's old. He's old. His his robe is scorching a little bit. Yeah, he's exerting a yeah. lot of of pressure. Yeah, and I think he thinks uh, uh, or effort, not pressure. Uh, yeah. I think he he can't bring himself to just slaughter these clones. So mm-hmm. I think what he does mm-hmm. is I think he tries to disappear. Yes, I think he uh, he uses the force to just jerk uh, some of the the crowd that has surrounded mm-hmm. in between himself and the clones. It's kind of rude. It's a force power that you, you'll get in the new <laughs> battlefront. The force jerk. Yeah. Where you can move crowds of people in front of you. Uh, and I think th- this is crazy. We've never seen a Jedi try it, but I think Terrace Nube is wise. Yeah. I think he, he tears his Jedi robes off, so he's just down to his little space boxers. Right. And tries to get away and blend into the crowd. <laughs> it's not the best, best way to blend into the crowd, <laughs> Terrace Nube is enough that he's like, these robes, why did we choose them as our Jedi outfits? They're on a lot of planets. Uh, this is what moisture farmers yeah, wear and Jedi. Not, it's yeah. kind of weird. I, I told them this years ago. <laughs> but they don't listen to my wisdom. Right. But I think he, he he doesn't put them on other people. Yeah. He just rips his robes off and he tries to disappear into the crowd. Yeah. And now this is now a very tense scene where now uh, Sniffles was sad and, and Six is, but Barks is dead. Barks yeah. was killed by a Jedi. They got their orders. They're going to find this old Jedi and they're going to end him. Yeah. Yeah. So they start they're racing. Are they racing through the crowd? They're racing through the oh. crowd. This is very tense. This is yeah, a, yeah. a huge, huge drama now. Like uh, Sinube yeah. is a, a very old, mostly naked creature. Yeah. Is trying to disappear into the crowd, but it's hard to do when you're an old naked guy. Yeah, an old naked guy. People are like partying. They're parting ways going, look at that old naked guy. <laughs> that old naked guy. Yeah. This weird cane. No, please, please don't keep me hidden. No, we're not. We don't want to get near you. <laughs> we're gonna, you're death. Quick, you're death. go into Poodoo's and get out of this mess. Yeah, so he's just trying to yeah. shuffle in it. Right. It, it, it was a good idea, but it, it didn't idea. work. And now uh, Sniffles and Sixes are closing in on him. And yeah. I think this is the moment. This pains me where we should pause. Right. And decide who should win and who we want to win. I, I of course, I want Terrace Anube to survive. <sighs> of course, I want Terrace Anube to go on. But I don't, <sighs> I don't see it happening. But I think, I think there's something in it. Okay. I think there's going to be a moment that we're going to find tugs on our heartstrings. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think, you know, I have some thoughts. Okay. I know you do. Okay, good. But uh, you yeah. know, I, I, hit, I, hit. you know, I, I could, I could hear your butt coming and I, I think you're true. I think, yeah. I think you're, you're, you're right. I think Terrace Nube could end these clones if he wasn't such yeah. a softy at heart. Right. 
uh, right. He, it's hard for him to just cut down. He, he, he wants to take his time. He wants to investigate in that I right. think is going to end up making him very vulnerable, mm-hmm. but I have some thoughts. Okay. I think Terrace Nube spent a lot of time on level 1542. Mm-hmm. He's thought ahead a lot. Right. He has planned for every eventuality. And I think he is trying to make his way to a place that is basically the Star Wars version of Radio Shack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's still in business. I think planet. it's called Hollow Hut. Hollow Hut. Hollow Hut. He is trying to make his way to Hollow Hut. Yeah. Because he has stored something very special there. Right. And I think the clones are on him. Right. And the, the, the seas are parting. And everybody's watching the holobids and realizing suddenly Jedi, Jedi are yeah. trouble. And people, he, like, people are coming up to the clones like, are you guys looking for a naked old man? And he's like right he's over right there. right over there, yeah. And I think, yeah. I think he's got the cane saber out. And I, yeah. think, I think they're firing at him. And he's deflecting. And he's moving as fast as he can. Maybe, you know, he's throwing some objects right. in their way. Right. Like, but he's just, I'm going to get to Hollowhead. I'm going to get to Hollowhead. Yeah. So uh, the, the clones are, are on him. Right. Uh, uh, the sniffles and sixes and he can hear him coming because sniffles has now his noises have now become ominous <laughs> yeah it's scary uh, and but he makes it to the hollow hut right clone troopers burst in okay there is a, a, a basilic uh, like Dexter Jetser who, mm-hmm. who's working there right and, uh, and I think he greets Tara Snoopy what does he say I, uh, Tara, Sanube, haven't seen you around these parts in a long time. You're probably up at my cousin's restaurant at the surface. <laughs> <laughs> Good to see you here in the hut. And I think Tara says, The clones are killing the Jedi. My time is not long. Please give me the holocron. Oh. Okay, here, as uh, we talked about this, I can't believe this day has come, Tara. Oh, Master Snoobay, I guess I should say. Uh, so he grabs, the basilic grabs the holocron from a little uh, shelf, a little safe on a shelf. Is this what uh, you Jedi are looking for? It is. And he, I think he, he, he picks it up. Right. And he, uh, he, he cuddles it close to his naked bosom. Right. And uh, as uh, sniffles and sixes bust in the door and mm-hmm. say, die, Jedi, uh, he begins this strange gesture right. above the holocron. Mm-hmm. And you can see energy coming out of him. Oh, it's yeah. like a blue energy. Mm-hmm. A unique light blue energy? A unique light blue energy okay. that begins to funnel into the holocron. Right. And then... Mm. As he finishes his process, he deflects blast after blast. He right. completes his, his process. Right. He tosses the holocron over his shoulder to his basilic friend and says, Keep this for me. And then he engages the clone troopers. Yeah. Knowing that his time on this plane has come to an end. Yeah. What do you think happens in the battle right here? I think he pulls out his, his blade and uh, gives one last look at his uh, retail store-owning fr- owning, owning friend. And they nod at each other. They nod at each other. They know what's happening. And then he steps out, blade in hand, and sees uh, sixes and sniffles right there, blasters uh, trained on him, and he looks at them. And he says, uh, I forgive you. Oh. And then I think they just, a la Kitty Mundy, just. They just pepper him. Open up on him. And I think yeah. the, his last, I forgive you, mm-hmm. were his last words. Yeah. I believe his last thoughts were, I should have left my robes on. <laughs> and I think as much as this pains me, yes. he, is, he is pelted uh, with blasts. Yeah. And he collapses right inside the door of the hollow hut. Yeah. And uh, the clone troopers, uh, are, are sniffles. sniffles, sniffles weeps. Yeah. He, he sits by the body and he just, he weeps and he weeps. And Six says, 
keeps it together. A little a little confused when he makes his report back yeah. to whatever their wherever their closest local commander <laughs> yeah, is, probably in the five oh first, probably mm-hmm. fighting in the Jedi Temple and yeah. confirms Jedi down, Jedi down. Jedi down. He he, he confic- confiscates the cane saber. Yeah. And they have to turn it in later. Masamita will destroy them all in a ceremony welcoming in the Galactic Empire. Exactly. Exactly. And uh our Baslik who works there with the at the Hollow Hut mm. shakes his head in, in sadness. It's a new and difficult world. Yeah. Cut to many, many years later. Many years. Fifteen forty two, uh, uh, level on Coruscant. It's hmm. it's gotten even rougher under the rule of the Empire, but right. the Empire finally has fallen. Right. And with that, on Coruscant there is there is new hope. Yeah. That things will even get better on this huge, vicious city planet. Right. Now that the the statues of the Empire are literally being pushed over and Yeah. This Basilic they live a long time. Yeah. Still alive. Yeah. And uh a young man walks in. Mm. He's wearing all black. Yeah. He has a black glove over one hand. <laughs> Be a striking action figure if they ever made one. Yeah. Of this am- amazing, this yeah. character that I'm just making up. Yeah. And he says, I've, uh, I've heard there's a Jedi artifact here. Right. And uh, the vast like is like, whoa, whoa, how did you know? And he's like, I've been traveling the galaxy looking for Jedi artifacts, and a, a lot of it, of course, has been scrubbed from Coruscant. Right. The Jedi were despised here, and the, the, turned into a myth and, rather than a reality. But I just sensed something. My, my friend Han wanted to go to Pudu's. <laughs> Missed it. And I sensed something powerful here in this hollow hut. Right. In the Basilic hands, Luke mm. Skywalker. The holocron containing... The knowledge, yeah. the wisdom, the love of Terrace and Ube. Love it. The love it. And uh, uh, Luke takes us back to his friend, Lor Santeca. He <laughs> says, look, man, you were right. There's stuff still around this galaxy. Lor Santeca says, I told you. We can go on an adventure and find all of it. Yeah. We want to grab some with uh, Poodoo's with Han? <laughs> we can plan it out. <laughs> okay. Okay, says Laura Santeca, and takes out his own cane, which may or may not have a saber in it, and cut to credits. That is the bittersweet end of Terrace Anube, and yet he lives on to share his wisdom with Luke Skywalker, the new hope. Yeah. For the galaxy. Oh, this is beautiful and painful. Yeah. That was hard. That was an an epic. That was hard, but it had to happen for episode 66. Oh, man. I, I'm sorry. I need to keep talking, but I really just want to <laughs> pause like sniffles and cry. Uh, but we will keep it rolling. We went through a lot of emotions. Oh, uh, yeah. That is really hard. I love Terrace Nube. I really like him a lot. There's a lot there. I would watch a Terrace Nube spinoff movie, and I would fight people on the internet about it's, it. It's in the works. <laughs> it's in the works. They're considering everything, folks. Yeah. Anyway, that is our great Order 66 episode. Order 66 is great. You decide for yourself if the episode was great. I think <laughs> it was. As always, uh, Ken Napsack does an amazing job with the improvisation, the comedy, the voices, and the heart. Uh, and, of course, if you have characters that you want to see fight, you can let us know with the hashtag databankbrawl on Twitter, Facebook, or on our Patreon page if you are a patron. Ken, where can people find you? Hey, you can find me at Gadnaps across most social media platforms and on Anchor with my station, Daily Thrones, a quick look at the world of ice and fire. And in the immediate future, you're going to find me watching the Clone Wars episodes with Terrace Anube <laughs> again because I want to go revisit him. Yeah, and see if we did Terrace Anube justice. Of course, you can uh, support us here uh, on Force Center on patreon.com slash Force Center. We're building to our new goal of new music for all this show, so go check that out. Uh, $2 a month gets you access to our bonus episode, Finish the Fan Fiction, so uh, consider giving us 2 bucks. You can find me personally. I've got my uh, station on Anchor as well, Headcanon. It's all just sort of fun in games about all sorts of different kinds of pop culture. My Feral Audio podcast, Obsessed. And, of course, just follow along with my general comedy adventures, live shows, and everything like that at my website at josephscrimshaw.com. You can also find me on all the social medias at josephscrimshaw. You can like Force Center on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Force Center Pod. And until next time, as Luke Skywalker once said while no one was really listening to him and he was looking at Terrace Anube's holocron, I care. That's it for Databank Brawl. Databank Brawl.